to Media Plus, a weekly look at the world of digital media and Apple's place within it from the Mac Observer with me, Charlotte Henry. Today, I'm delighted to be joined once again by Adrian Weckler, tech editor at the Irish and Sunday Independent. Um, it's great to have you back, Adrian. How are you? How's it been going? I'm very well. Thanks, Charlotte. Good. I'm really excited about all of the Apple news this week. Yes, we're speaking just the day before Apple's California streaming event, so we don't know what's going to be coming in that. Obviously, if there's some well, media we relate, Well, we know there'll be an iPhone 13. We don't know what else. Probably an, an Apple Watch 7 of some description. We'll see. But it's oh, an interesting... not get the advanced product? So, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say anymore. Is that what's in, is that what in your hand? <laughs> I didn't realize you were calling me on the iPhone 13. Oh, it looks cool. Um, but yeah, no, we've got that's what we're expecting from though as well. And if there's other more streaming related stuff as hinted at in the name, we'll obviously discuss it here on Media Plus. Um, but normally we talk about stories on this show and the way stories are created and told. And we're going to be talking about that a bit again this week. But we're also going to be talking about the way stories will be consumed in the future. Because, Adrian, talking about getting your hands on advanced products, you've got your hands on a pair of Facebook glasses. Sorry, Ray-Ban stories. We mustn't call them Facebook glasses. Um, And you tested them out, didn't you? So the first question I have have to ask you, tell me about the creep factor. There is a creep factor. So I have them on right now as I'm talking to you because you can see me. And... uh, the pair that I have have clear lenses, so it's they're not the shades. Nevertheless, there are two tiny cameras, one in each corner of the uh, glasses, and they're impossible to see. So this is not like Snapchat spectacles, where the whole point of the industrial design is to let you know that it's a fun camera gadget that you wear in your head. This is literally a pair of Ray-Ban Wayfarer glasses that also happened to have a couple of cameras and a couple of speakers and a microphone built in, okay? You would not know at all. There's nothing to suggest that there is recording equipment on this except for a tiny white light that goes off when you activate the recording. Now, I'm literally, as I'm talking to you now, I've just hit record on the glass. Yeah, I mean, um, I can't see it over my no. camera, but that also might be a video thing, and it might be clear if I was right. uh, hanging well, out with you're you not in alone. person. It's not just you. No. I've uh, been using these to take photographs and record, and I can tell you that pretty much nobody would have figured out that I was doing that. Now, that, as I understand it from talking to Facebook, is actually a design choice. The little LED light on the glasses Um goes white when you're recording or taking a photograph. That was a design choice. It, the same light actually flashes, can can go red when the battery is low. So they decided to make it a white light rather than a red light or a flashing to, red right. light by design. And the rationale there, um, according to Andrew Bosworth, Boz in Facebook, is that, well, when you take a photograph or record on your phone, there's no flashing red light. He hasn't really been challenged on that because when you're when you hold your phone up to take a photograph or take a video recording, that is in itself a flashing red light to me anyway. Yes. I mean, he's not, I mean, it's a very clever piece of spin that I don't want to focus too much on the privacy element of it. If, because people who are interested in privacy and security can check out um, security Friday that they do every week on the Mac observers daily observations and have Kelly and Andrew discuss it there, but it is an important part of this story that we do need to discuss. Um, 
And I think it's slightly disingenuous. It's clever PR, but it's a bit disingenuous to say just holding your phone up is the same because people hold their phone up for all different reasons. And yes, you can take video and uh, pictures without people knowing on your iPhone or any other phone, frankly, but it's not quite the same. People might wonder why you have your phone up. People at least are aware that that's a thing that can be happening. I'm again, as you say, I'm looking at you and you're wearing a pair of glasses that look like a normal pair of Ray-Ban Wayfarers. And I would have, and I had to ask you when you tuned, turned on the video conversation, what glasses you were wearing. Now, they're only 30 second clips. Right. So you can't live stream, for example, using these glasses. No. It was one of my first questions because I could see a real um, use case there for people in a variety of situations it's to definitely. live stream directly from your glasses. You can do that from your phone. You can't from these glasses. They are just clips or photographs that build up in the glasses built in storage memory and then are transferred either manually or automatically to your phone into the Facebook view app when you open that app on your phone. Right. And then now, from there, you can do anything you want with them. Tell me about the this app because it's very important to mention that the video and pictures you take on the Ray-Ban stories, the glasses, mm -hmm. do not automatically go to Facebook or Instagram. Oh, no, absolutely not. So They the go into this separate here, app, don't they, called yes. View? which is essentially like a camera or video storage app on your phone. And from there, you essentially tell it to automatically transfer them to your, uh, your camera roll on your uh, phone. And then you do whatever you want with them. Maybe you'll share them to Instagram or Facebook. Maybe you'll, you know, put them out over, I don't know, Snapchat or TikTok or, or whatever else, or, you know, send, know via iMessage it doesn't matter so it is agnostic this isn't a trap to get you into Facebook or Instagram in fact it's not even that easy or handy to get it onto Facebook or Instagram I think maybe the company is just assuming that since so many people use Instagram that's that where it will eventually biggest. end up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely imagine that um before we move on from the creep factor I do want to say I think it, a lot of women who I've seen reviewing these, commenting on these, have partic reacted particularly with our skin crawling and feeling a bit uncomfortable with it for fairly obvious reasons. Um, mm. We talked about visual signals about recording video and photos on a phone. You do, I noticed when you were started recording, have to touch the top of the glasses. Not that that's a particularly clear sign to anyone. No, because they, you would, in the normal course of things with glasses, be adjusting your glasses right. all the time. And, it, and the way that you, you, you take a photograph or start a video is using, and by the way, you don't even I've have to touch. You, you, yeah, right. And you can use your voice. So there, it's voice command oh. um, capable as well. So if you say, hey, video, hey, Facebook, take a video, it'll start recording a video. Now that is a slightly more overt signal. Of course. Um, but you're right. It's, it's quite difficult. And the quality of the video, I wouldn't say it's up there with an iPhone 12 pro max, but it's kind of similar to what you would have expected from a decent smartphone four or five years ago. So, you know, I've had it on a bike. I've been walking around with I it. I saw it's, your video on a bike. It was pretty right. impressive actually. Um, yeah. so just quickly, the tech specs, correct me if I'm wrong. It's two five megapixel cameras, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. That's two five megapixel pixel cameras, a microphone. Actually, I think there are three microphones on it okay. yeah. and three or four speakers. Um, so the, the, 
we can get into this, but separate to the whole camera thing is the idea that these themselves actually represent semi-decent earphones uh, when you're walking around. Yeah, and, and that's one of the really interesting things I wanted to discuss with you. But let's finish on the video first. So the video mm-hmm. is is good, pretty decent for what we might expect. I mean, we all expect Apple to do a AR, VR thing, and maybe they'll be able to shoot video and we imagine that will be higher quality in typical Apple fashion. It will come out later and be higher quality. There's no doubt Facebook and Ray-Ban as part of their partnership will look to improve the video quality as this goes on. This is a kind of testing the water product, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, very uh, much so. Yeah. Yeah. But how did you find editing in the view app? Was that a fairly simple process or did you just really? I didn't bother. I automatically just transferred them onto the iPhone. And then within there, I mean, the the photo editing in the iPhone on the iPhone is actually really good. It's it's quite Uh, powerful what you can do. Um, And maybe if I need more, I might go into uh, um, one of the other uh, video or photo editing apps. But I generally didn't need need to. I have one. Actually, I have one more creep factor question to ask you. Mm. Because um, you did take a very cool video of you cycling, and I could see that that's like a you know in the way people use GoPros. Yeah, this is a slightly le- you look like much less of an idiot wearing some Ray Ban glasses and having yep. a camera stuck on your head. So I can really get there's lots of use cases. I can imagine people skiing with them, doing all sorts of sports and those kind of activities mm-hmm. with them. Were you conscious when you were using them that you had this capability to record people and walk around and take pictures and so on without people realizing what you were doing? I was somewhat, I, I was conscious that I was testing them. And there was this weird thing that when I was walking around on the street, I felt like I had x-ray glasses on because I would start (laughs) recording and then I was conscious of getting a nice, smooth, stable image. So my head would move mechanically as we would be walking along. (laughs) My head was moving in this kind of smooth arc and I, you know, was careful not to to jerk around too much. I would also reemphasize that it is only a 30 second maximum (laughs) clip per recording, which means that if you're on a bike, for example, your typical bike GoPro user uses it um to for safety reasons for example in case a car bumps them off road you're not going to have time to do that with these glasses it's it's a different use case also the battery life on these they say it's between four and six hours if you're using them if you leave them on because there's actually a physical switch on the inside of the frame that you have to switch on for these to work and then you have to switch off i found to my cost that if you leave the switch on you might only get maybe Two hours use. Interesting. And I, I yeah, the 30 second thing is something Facebook has been trying to make a big point of saying, and it obviously is better than unlimited and live streaming, but it's, I'm not sure it makes me feel particularly that much better that someone could film me walking down the road or doing whatever else for 30 seconds without well, me really knowing. Yeah, it. well, I mean, Facebook, when I spoke to them, they didn't position this as something that was laudable from a privacy perspective. They actually said that the reason they designed it to be 30 seconds is that the vast majority of clips that they saw posted are under 30 seconds. So sense. I wouldn't necessarily give them credit for being mindful of privacy. Now, there are other things that they have included. They, they, they have all this literature of be mindful and ask people around you if yeah, you want to yeah. record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean... Really, I mean, for the people who are going to abuse it and not worrying about what's on a leaflet in the box, 
No. I mean, the funny thing about these, just to finish on the creep factor, Mm -hmm. if it bothers you that a pair of sunglasses or regular glasses with clear lenses, such as I have, can record video and record audio, the fact that they look like an ordinary pair of glasses, if they become popular enough, will actually kind of pollute the entire glass wearing aesthetic because you're wearing glasses right now honestly i can see the little silver bits in the corners to me they look very like the cameras that i have so i'm not sure now whether your glasses (laughs) are recording so i'm walking into a restaurant or i'm walking into a bar or, or or wherever it is i'm looking around i'm seeing a pair of i'm seeing glasses sunglasses and 10 percent of me maybe and 10% of everybody of your head is now thinking, are they recording me? Are yeah. they recording devices? Oh, absolutely. I think it's going to, ha- could have a really big impact. And as you say, they're not designed like the snap glasses, which are bright yellow and very obviously a fun, exactly. silly influencer tool that they are what they are. Um, and by and the way, the, they've been a bit of a flop as well. I mean, I ha- haven't done that well. Absolutely. I actually think these will be a bit of a flop for the Ooh. same reason. Um, okay. Because... I think what they have going for them, they've, they've two things going for them. First of all, and maybe we'll get to this, but the audio is actually very good on the yes. mic. But the other thing they have going for them is they are actually Ray-Ban Wayfarer glasses. Mm. They do look, if you like Ray-Ban uh, glasses, that's what they are. They're, yeah, they look no I'm looking, different in looks. Looking at you wearing them, they look, they look pretty cool. I mean, right. so, and there's going to be more uh, designs from Ray-Ban to come, aren't there? This is not, this is yes. just the beginning. Yeah, there, um, there are th- there are three initial shapes. There's one called meteor. There's one called raindrop or something. They're more they're roundier, and yeah. and there's these the the more classic, classic wave. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned audio a couple of times, and I've mm. read some reviews where the reviewer mentions walking around, listening to an audio book, and saying actually it was a yep. really really pleasurable experience as a media mm. consumption experience. It was really good. Um, yeah. Talk us through that. What did you test out? Did you test out music? Did you test out audiobooks? I, yeah, I tested out uh, Spotify, uh, tested out uh, podcasts, radio, and telephone calls. So those four things. And how did it also? And it was good. It all sort of worked as it should. Well above average. So right. I mean, I have other smart glasses. I have Huawei's Gentle Monsters, which are the best up to now that I've tested. I also have. So best in which terms, in terms of the camera quality. So so not, so these are the first glasses I've tested that have other than snap spectacles Mm -hmm. that have cameras on them. The other smart glasses, most of them only do audio. That's the only way in which they're smart. Right. Uh, Or they'll have a microphone as well. So that would include Huawei's gentle month. They're very good in general. And then I have another pair called fauna, which look better, but they're the weakest in terms of audio. Compared to those, I would rank the the Facebook glasses, the the, the, um, the, uh, Ray-Ban stories highly. I mean, they were impressive. Now, that comes with a big caveat. If you're out walking on a noisy street, it's much more difficult. And it's especially difficult when you're taking calls. And forget about anything like noise cancellation. That's not what you're talking about here. It doesn't go into your ear. These are small speakers on the stems of the glasses. Um, But within a somewhat quiet environment, or if you're outside and it's not windy and it's not quite actually really good, like, like as in as good as a budget pair of earbuds, which really frankly is good enough. 
in most cases, it really is. Um, And can I? It's certainly a bonus. You've described it a couple of times as a speaker. Mm. And I sort of have a perception of someone else being able to hear, you know, you're listening to good something on the, as they walk past and stuff. Is that, can you, people hear what you're listening to? A little bit. So if you have the way like noise leakage goes, as, as you know, the, the best are probably the absolute in-ear buds. They're, sure. they're the most difficult to hear for anybody else, what you're listening to. After that, you've got maybe noise cancelling headphones. These would be a lot leakier than either of those. So if you're in a very quiet, if you're in a quiet room and you're either on a call or you're listening to something, if somebody's seated within five or six feet of you, they, they'll hear noise and they might hear fragments of what is either being said or the general air or the general tune. If you're outside, they won't. So because they are little speakers, if you hold the glasses, you know, three feet away from your head, you, you will hear, uh, uh, you know, some of the sound uh, coming from, so they do leak a little bit. Yeah. So they won't be replacing your AirPods Pro or something, but they'll, uh, they no, do if you, you quickly want to listen is, to something. Yeah. The thing is, it's mo- it's more about serendipity. And in like, if I'm walking around and I'm wearing this pair of glasses, say the sunglasses. Yeah. Um, for the same reason that I might use them to take a photograph or a video rather than take my phone out of my pocket, unlock it, hold it up, point it and angle it and then take a video. Mm. I might also use the glasses to listen to five minutes of a news broadcast, um, maybe to hear a song, certainly to take a call if I can. Quick, yeah, just you a know. quickly, hello, so I'm out really, now. Yeah, it's more about quick hit stuff and convenience than, you know, oh, well, I'm going to choose to listen to my glasses rather than listen to my earpods. Yeah, and they, they just presumably connect by Bluetooth in a very similar way. Yes. Exactly the same way. Yep. Um, it's really interesting. Can you see these kind of? Do you think we're going to get a spate of TikTok videos and YouTube videos, and even, you know, perhaps content from media production companies mm. built made from these type of things? You know, compiling a load of thirty-second clips. I mean, we've seen lots of people do it with the GoPro cameras. Is is there a reason you can't see that happening and it becoming a kind of way people create media? Well, yeah, I don't think you mentioned a few different formats and platforms there. Mm. TikTok, you mentioned creators. In most of those cases, they're somewhat styled. They're set up. Somebody's holding or they've they've placed a camera on a stand or they've put their phone up against a a wall to to record themselves. There's two reasons why this is a little bit more problematic for that. First of all, they don't really work when they're off your head. So off your head that's a weird expression when they're away you're not from wearing them yeah when you're not wearing them if i take them off they basically automatically uh, switch off right. um so you're you won't be using them to film yourself or to take any videos mm-hmm. of yourself the second reason is the angle of view you don't have any live view of what the cameras are t- cameras taking at in that moment uh... you're taking a video or a picture but you can't see you can't frame it so right. it's I think just what you see, you're seeing is recorded. Opportunities for creators are much fewer than the opportunities for um, in the moment serendipitous captures. Um, I can see, for example, a situation where 
let's say you're at a, a crowd, the queen walks by. Now, how often have you seen a She does that crowd? all the time when I'm out and about. <laughs> I was going to say the queen. I was going to say, how often have you seen a scenario when somebody famous walks by? Let's say it's a parade. It's an organized scenario. There's a crowd yeah. there. Very few of them anymore are looking at the person. They're just looking at their phones as the phone is trying you to You notice it person. in sport events the whole time as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I noticed it the other day when um, uh, at the US Open final, when Emirat Kanu uh, won. Everyone's Even at their... match point. People got they... their phones out. Yeah. People were like texting or they were like social media or whatever on match point, championship point. Yeah, I so noticed the same. Yeah, not actually. Or And she ran by, she ran up to her parents or she tried to get to her, to her box. Yeah. And there were so many people who, as she passed them by, they physically didn't see her with their own eyes. What they saw was their phone tracking her as she walked by. Now, the one advantage definitely that these have is that you can take a video or photograph of somebody as they walk by and still see them with your own eyes so that you'll have the memory in your own head. Yes, yes, that makes yeah. sense. You know, it makes complete sense. I'm thinking of examples where we often see on social media videos of football crowds reacting to big moments. Yeah. And, but that's all because a lot of people, and often in the video, the other people you see are also taking the same video. Whereas, yeah. and I'm not enjoying the moment. Whereas this, you could just tap the quickly tap the top of your glasses and you, you've got your memory, but also enjoyed the memory. And also, when you think about it, let's say top five moments in terms of seeing something amazing that mm. happened along those lines, a sporting yeah. moment or something like that. Honestly, the if I think of my top five over the last couple of years, yeah, some of them I do have on the phone, but actually I'd much prefer to have the the actual memory. Yeah, no, I've always been like that. I agree with you entirely. Um, but I can see that this type of product will change that. But from what I'm getting from you, in terms of professional content creation, this is not a game changer and it's not no. really seems designed to be. I don't, I don't believe it is, no. no. But, um, I think this is for casual uh, consumer use. Um, I think they're very much plan. I mean, there's, there's a reason why they didn't call them Facebook glasses as well. The reason why they call them Ray-Ban stories, <laughs> because they are fashion sunglasses. And maybe it's a, a subtle admission that calling them Facebook, Facebook glasses is just about the most yeah. negative branding yeah. decision you could make. But it, even if we're being charitable and saying that wasn't the reason the clue in terms of how they branded it i think uh, suggests it, the the nature of the product and that is primarily as a pair of fashion glasses or sunglasses which can also take photos and video and play your podcasts and music yeah and can you can you genuinely imagine yourself going out for a walk and making the decision to leave your airpods or uh, noise cancelling headphones other types of headphones at home and going, oh, I've just put these glasses on. I'll pop on this podcast for my half hour walk or whatever. Um, I have done that. I have done that with other smart glasses mm. and I have done that with these glasses. I wouldn't consciously, I wouldn't rely on them in that way. I live in a city and that means that anything can happen at any time and there can be lots of noise. Yeah. And I do value uh, the, uh, you know, a strong, consistent signal into my ear. And you will get that in certain 
noise conditions, but I, I couldn't rely on it. Um, yeah. Now, if I'm wearing them as a pair of sunglasses and I have my AirPods in my pocket, could I imagine a scenario where I don't take my AirPods out of my pocket? Absolutely. Right. Uh, and I wonder, um, I wonder if people start making content designed to sound good on this type of product. Mm. You know, yeah, working on, working mm. on the compression and EQ and the those kind of things that will help improve the listener experience. If these my products feeling, are more mainstream, yeah, my feeling is that that might happen at a cheaper price point. Typically, mm. I think what that that kind of uh, evolution happens when access to the technology um, is mainly used by people who can't afford to fork out, you know, hundreds of euro or pounds on a product. Mm. Uh, that's why you know, uh, music on, that's why YouTube was such a big music source for so many teenagers for uh, so long. It's why 4K still hasn't really taken off as a mass video platform because for most devices and most um, storage compression uh, and 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 all the rest of it, it's not really required um, by a lot of the creators who are using it on, on the likes of TikTok. Yeah, so, and... Um, and it's, I mean, it's a bit like the conversation you and I previously had about spatial audio that mm. most people and lossless audio that in most cases, most people are not going to notice it anyway. No, it's, it's, it's for rich people or people who really have more time and resources than the average person to think about that sort of stuff. Yeah. So you mentioned the price point there, 299 US dollars. Yeah. Um, equivalents in euros and pounds and so on. 329 euro it starts at. Uh, so I think it's about, is it 289 pounds or something? About yeah, that, just under three. yeah, normally with these types of products, they just swap the yeah. the currency sign for pounds and dollars. So, um, and they're out the in a few different, it. yeah, exactly. And they, <laughs> you've drawn me into it now. What have you done? <laughs> but uh, it's, I am fascinated by these glasses because it is often the case that products like this uh, that we think are a bit silly and a bit nerdy. And you, you know, I think I can't imagine you just spent the three over 300 euro on them. Had you not been testing them and, mm. you know, sent a pair to test or whatever. But suddenly these things often seem silly until mm-hmm. they're not, yeah. until they're a part of our media consumption creation diet. And then yes. we can't imagine how we did make why we took our phones out of our pockets for 30 seconds videos before and missed everything. Or that, we can't imagine yeah. why we put an extra thing in our ears to listen to podcasts. Mm. I mean, that's a very fair point. The one element that I think Facebook Ray-Ban stories, glasses are missing and smart glasses in general with cameras there is no one that I'm aware of in the couple of years that glasses with cameras and video cameras have been on the market, you know, Snapchat spectacles before that, Google glasses to, to a lesser extent, different product. And now Facebook glasses, there's no one that I'm aware of in terms of an individual creator, in terms of a class of creators, um, in terms of a style that has emerged from such a product. And I take your point, it's a bit of a chicken and egg. And I guess that's one of the reasons you're, you're interested in this is will we see the emergence of such a class of creators exactly um, from these glasses um 
right now, it's hard to see, but then again, I'm a middle-aged man. So I'm all the criteria that you just uh, uh, mentioned there. It seems silly until it's not. Um, in their defense, I would say that um, these costs, they start at 329 euro and whatever the dollar or sterling equivalent yeah, it's is. It's $299. $299. But the non-glass, non-speaker, non-microphone version of uh, Ray-Ban Wayfarers, the same glasses, I think is only $100 less. So the difference in price, if I was going to buy a pair of sunglasses like Ray-Ban Wayfair, the fact that they're only €100 Euro or $100 more, it, that might be enough to swing me. It's not $200 more. No, no, you know? it's not. You're not twice the price. You might actually no. think, and that's the type of thing where it does start to break in. And then suddenly you realize you've got a load of lovely spontaneous photos because you didn't have to pull your phone out your pocket. Uh, And then suddenly the dial has shifted a bit. Do you, now we've, you and I have spent far too many hours reading and writing about Apple's move into headsets Mm -hmm. and AR and the world of VR and all those things. We don't really expect to hear about it much at California Streaming, although we're going to put this out afterwards. So you might be able to email us both telling us how wrong we were, but it's really expected that's going to start in 2022 and beyond. Mm -hmm. First of all, can you see Apple's offering being inspired and influenced by this, apart from trying to emphasize privacy more? And do you think they will do things like, we can expect perhaps high caliber speakers and microphones in the Apple ones, maybe higher quality cameras. Do you think they could, but we know it's going to be a very high price point and focus on AR and VR. Mm. There, again, that could be a kind of professional level, for want of a better phrase, type product that might start things as well in terms of both consuming AR and VR content and producing it. Yeah, Uh, they're definitely committed to it. We all know that. Uh, We all know that Tim Cook personally has an interest in it. The last time he came to Dublin, uh, I interviewed him. Uh, This was about a year and a half ago. And he went out of his way to visit a local development studio that was making an AR game. Yeah. Um, as to whether it'll be a professional tool or a consumer tool, I don't think it'll be a professional. I think it'll be more on the consumer end. I know that the cameras on iPads and and, and phones and LiDAR and all of that have more been aimed at the prof- at professional applications. Mm. But I can't see Apple bringing out, you know, um, what it regards as a major new product category and that not ha- having application as a consumer product it's yeah even even we're sort of hearing kind of two thousand dollar art price points aren't we at this stage but there are some yeah. consumers that will pay that for an apple product we know that because people have done it for years already paid very well remember high. the original apple watch there was the what right. was a gold version that cost yeah what, yeah, yeah. Or something? something ridiculous yeah and you know you want to start buying to high-end macs and mac pros and imacs and all sorts of things you can easily spend that kind of money Yep. Um, it's it's a really interesting space that, to watch. Um, it, you haven't done much to reduce my creep factor, mm-hmm. but you have certainly made me see that actually in terms of content creation and consumption, we're mm-hmm. really at the, I don't know if saying after that tip of the iceberg is the right phrase, but you know what I'm getting at. We're kind of really at the start of something now. Yeah, I... On the creep, see, to me, I think you were absolutely right to focus first on the creep factor, because honestly, that is the 
the most interesting thing about these glasses. I mean, technically they're they're not bad. The speakers are good. Yeah. The cameras are adequate. The stabilization is decent. The microphone is decent and they're styled pretty nicely. But let's face it, it is the idea that you can surreptitiously uh, video record uh, people. That is uh, the main thing. The only thing that I suspect balances that or lessens the severity of it is the fact that Facebook makes it, makes it so we're all warned. This is not like Apple making a pair of glasses or mm. um, I'm trying, like Amazon even. Amazon has a very kind of uh, strong sleeper effect with its hardware and you sort of dismiss it as silly. And then all of a sudden, you know, 13% of households have its equipment in their houses, like the Echo speakers or yeah. whatever. Um, if they were making it and they were making putting cameras in, I would regard it as a little bit more of a systemic level societal switch to this technology. The fact that Facebook is trying it on and the fact that it's Mark Zuckerberg who's obsessed with virtual reality, yep. which hasn't really been yet the platform that he um, has, you know, thinks it's going to be. And and you could say AOR and Apple as well. I mean, yep. maybe Apple is wrong. Maybe AOR won't take off in the way that Apple thinks Um that it will, because how do you make a pair of glasses that are AR capable? We we suspect the glasses that I'm wearing, the Facebook glasses, that their long term vision is for the inside of the lenses to also have a, yeah, nice. uh, a video function, um, or even uh, just to get alerts wow. and see because be yeah, operate at least part of it as a display. Because that was kind of where the Google glasses were. There was the top of it was a display, That's right. wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. Um, so. I, I don't know. I, I, as I said about 10 minutes ago, I don't think this product will take off, at least initially. I think it needs something substantially more, and I don't know what that is. Um, I'm not really a huge optimist for AR and VR in general, um, I have to say. But No, you know. I actually, I rather agree with you on that. Um, well, I'm now going to walk around judging and being suspicious of anyone in a pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses. So thank you for that. And thank you very much for joining. <laughs> thank you very much for joining me, Adrian. Remind people where they can keep up with you and all your work. Yeah, independent.ie. And I or will my, or my Twitter uh, feed, Adrian Weckler, W-E-C-K-L-E-R. And I will be sure to include Adrian's excellent review of this product in the show notes. I'm at Charlotte A. Henry on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we'll see you next week. 